0: When an officer's in trouble, he calls SWAT. When SWAT's in trouble, they call canine.
1: And so our canine unit, of course, would have to kind of go away because it just, it costs too much. Getting the dogs
2: costs too much. You know full well that Flint coppers are probably paying out of their own pockets to take care of that dog.
3: I like the fact of just getting so resourceful of taking, taking a second hand.
2: Welcome to Three Cops Talk. On this podcast, three active duty police officers
4: discuss behind the scenes stories and real life accounts of what it's like to be a cop. Every episode, you'll get an inside look at the challenges and dangers they face on a daily basis, as well as the triumphs and inspirational moments that make it all worth it. If you want to understand more about the men and women who put their lives on the line for us every day, then this is the show for you. And now your hosts, Chris, Scott,
2: and Sean. Welcome to the Three Cops Talk podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Sean, one of your hosts, and I'll be joined by my partners and fellow cops, Chris and Scott. On this episode, we welcome back retired Sergeant Bill Meyer of the Flint, Michigan Police Department. Our listeners first met Bill on episode 18. Today, Sergeant Meyer joins us to help raise funds for the Mission Essential Flint Police Department canine program. If you have any ideas or topics for the show, please reach out to us at 3Copstalk at gmail.com. That's the number 3Copstalk at gmail.com. Please follow us on social media. Our details are in the show notes. And if you like the episode, please share it with a friend. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, folks. Welcome back to another episode of 3 Cups Talk. This is Sean. I'm joined today uh, by my... Thrifty Norwegian friend, Scott. <laughs> and Rich Uncle
3: Chris. I'm opening a store called that as soon as I retire. <laughs>
2: it's thrifty Norwegian. I'll yeah, fund yeah, it.
3: What do you want to sell? I'm sorry, it's a vape shop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's going to be in Michigan in like Union Pier in that whole area where there it's like, the, right, the, like right. the, all those liberals. I, I sell all the, the local yeah, wines. Right, 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 And right, right. wood carvings with a chainsaw. You get wine, vape, yeah. and water. And we're going yeah,
3: <laughs> I, I do my scrimshaw. My scrimshaw.
2: And you provide safe spaces for everyone. Everyone that needs a safe space. You know,
0: everyone. Like, everyone. And the face of the Indian that you have in front of your store, Sean, is <laughs> just carved out.
2: <laughs> in a kilt. Oh, hey, you know what's really fun, guys? Moving. Moving is a lot of fun. You know, doing a cross country move. Chris and I can talk about that. Um, you know, yeah. it's really even more oh, fun I being bet. married while you move. That's way better. Way, way cool. Way cooler. What's really, really fun. What's really major league pro league is having to move three times in about a year.
0: But but three times in one year is a little much, bro. You're making it, You're making it like a hobby. That's crazy, bro. See, you got to start making money where you just sell it yeah. and leave all your leave all your shit, and then just buy the shell and fill it with new stuff. What, what about all the furniture that you rent? All your rental furniture does that go with you, or you have to? Okay, yeah, you take-
2: I got this Rent-A-Center scam that I come down and I just change the spelling of <laughs> Renta- my name because it's S C A N S H A W N S H A U N, and they still can't keep track of me with the like system. So I got like can a- go through. <laughs> He paid for it all with uh, Visa gift cards, so it's not trackable. <laughs> the other guy that's affected in the equation, this guy I don't talk about a lot, is my dog. My dog is looking at me like, are we Are we doing this shit again? Like, he's seeing the box. What's happening? It out. I got a Roddy. His yeah. name's Murphy. If you don't know who he is, we haven't talked about it. We talked about Scott's dogs and Chris obviously being a canine. And we're going to talk a little bit about dogs and Michigan today, but my dog's looking at me like, Man, not again! I'm too old for this shit. Because he's ten, and he's a Roddy's, and Roddy's usually, mm-hmm. you know, check out at nine. Of course, my guy's holding on. I think he's waiting for the next election. Just he's gonna outlive you out for us.
3: Yeah, yeah right. He yeah. probably will. But he you got that dog hot tub. He's <laughs> yeah. in all the he, time. He's <laughs>
2: super smart. Why is Murphy wearing an right. ascot? <laughs> but, you know, after I worked with police dogs for a while, I did the total cop thing. I stopped hanging around with my dog. I was like, "You're not sorry. You're not a cop dog. I can't hang around with you. Just, you know, right. can only be police dogs." And you know, meeting Chris's dogs and how friendly they are and how smart they are. I just, you know, I don't know. I, I feel bad because I kind of put them as like a second tier. It's like you're supposed to be working right now, aren't you? A working breed, and right. he kind of looks at me like, no, it doesn't work yeah. like
0: that. No, know, like here, no not so not much. Out, I bark like at stuff that walks by, then you yeah. go to work. I, I,
2: I guess it's I guess it's, yeah, I guess it's preparing me for like when my sons decide not to go in the military or become cops, I'll be like, Oh, okay, yeah, the dog did this already. He decided he was just a house dog and you know, things like that. Yeah. But uh He checked uh, out. Yeah. But I'm sure so you're you're a big fan of the domesticated dogs, and the, the non police types. I mean you're a big you know
3: Uh yeah. Well, you know, and I was sharing that lovely story today about my number two German shepherd who decided to shred three plastic trays in his crate in the last two weeks for whatever reason. So Yeah, we're, we're working through that, um, not sure what's what's going on. I I I mean I maybe I have to change the music that I leave on
2: for him or something when I leave. Maybe or a, needs it like or Yanni or something or, or something or or like yeah
3: uh, something. I don't know
2: Wagner because they you know he's a German Shepherd. You know and you're and you're oh, starting, I'm starting <laughs> yeah, the third rank right canines good over cool. there. So why not I mean, play a little Wagner <laughs> right. for him while he's tearing the place up? At least it'll be synonymous to right. destruction. Yeah. And and Christopher yeah. Christopher has always been a dog guy. Oh. Like he's like a very like well today I almost wasn't. Really? So,
0: uh, my what? wife takes the older one. We have a 10 pound Tzu. You know, she takes him to the vet, you know, about two weeks ago, shipu, three weeks shipu, ago. Shipu. And they're like, hey, he's got to get some dental work done. Well, okay, whatever. Ooh. I pick him up today, $983 for oh cleaning what? and whatever. And the whole way home, he's looking at me, giving me like a. And he's only got 14. That's it. Right, he, right, he, right, he, right. All. Just give me that taco tongue on the way home. I'm like, you mother. I'm gonna, what? Right.
3: And then he's like crying
0: now. I'm like, really?
2: 983 bucks. You know what I could do with that? But, you
0: know. What? they're your yeah, dogs Chris has gotta, just take-
2: he's got to make adjustments to the dog's nighttime device like with the rubber bands and stuff like right, that yeah, the dog, see pap, the dog is see it, has do the dog's <laughs> it has nothing to do with the dog's <laughs> image yeah. like how the dog looks good yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Really cruel. But well, you know I what? sorry what, to hear that Chris um, Scott and I were joking yeah. I said you know when we were kids like you'd hear your grandfathers talk about it. and we're, we were kids when I was a kid Scott was you know, again seven years younger I was I was also a kid but he was not at the same time I was so this is like just a reference point like when dogs gave you trouble back like when my grandfather father was a kid they would just take the dog out in the field and shoot it and i'm like that's a felony now you can't Mm -hmm. do that kind of stuff i mean dogs dogs in some places down here in sullivan's island south carolina they actually have a right to vote i mean they 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 (laughs) can determine the elections down here i Uh mean now i mean it's totally different ballgame but i'm going to tell you probably one of the best things that i ever saw in law enforcement i enjoyed swat i really liked it the teamwork and camaraderie but like most teams it's a collateral assignment you do it like what uh, once every two weeks you train together, you go to, a, you know, call outs together, things like that. You know, socially you do some things together, but a team that's always intact is a canine team. The handler and the dog are huge. And you see those folks come and I always appreciated them showing up, not just because it was Chris, but all of the canines that I worked with, I really liked by and large the work that they did because they came there to help you with a lot of different things. And when an agency doesn't have dogs, they're, I think at a distinct disadvantage. And if they're not financed properly, it's like anything else you got to take, uh, great care of a canine yep. I and mean, Chris can probably speak to value, uh, you know, to, to the value of that, uh, taking care of them as well. Um, in some ways, you know, the dog, you wish cops acted like a dog a lot more, right? Not like, a, dog, mm-hmm. like at a club. I'm talking like a dog, like how dogs come to work and want to work every day, you know what I mean? They want to come in and when the dog doesn't get to come in, the dog kind of gets depressed where cops are like, yeah, cool. Yeah, right. Time off. Um, but
3: but yeah, they come in, work hard and die early. So yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and the good thing about it is the politicians love them because they don't ask for a pension. Right. You know what I mean? They're not buy the dog back for a dollar. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, you don't get health.
0: You don't get retirement health care. You know, what, what's the old saying? When what, when an officer's in trouble, he calls SWAT. When SWAT is in trouble, they call Canine. Right? The right. old saying because because it just
2: right. works. Our guest today is Bill Meyer, Sergeant Bill Meyer from Flint, Michigan. If you go back to episode 18, when this show was just a pup, um, Bill came on and yelled (laughs) a a lot of great stories out of Flint and some of the things, you know, Flint town is what most of our listeners know from Netflix and that circumstance there. um, Bill let us know that it wasn't really BS. It wasn't jazzed up for the cameras. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's as tough as it was. And, you know, one of the things that Flint has is a canine program and like everything else, Flint particularly, as we talked about, uh, facing f- tough financial times, a lot of what they got was through grants and things like that. The money's just not there for them anymore. So we brought him on because he had uh, talked to us about a program that you know Flint's trying to – make their program much more robust and needs the help from all of our listeners, as well as anybody out there that hears this about making donations to it. So Bill, we appreciate giving you the time and and, and you thinking about appreciate us. It.
0: Thank you. Hey, thanks for coming back, Bill.
2: Yeah. Good I'm to see to you there. again. Yeah. So uh, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on with that and, uh, and then we'll kind of move on from there.
1: Yeah. So city of Flint, we always had canines all the way up until, Pretty much when I retired, we were in 2012, we were starting to hit kind of a skid. So when I came on in 91, we probably always had at least six six dogs, oh, wow. uh, six patrol and at least one uh, drug dog. So we had that through into the 2000s and slowly but surely it just sort of we had 100 people laid off in 2008. So we went from 280 officers down to like 180, and then they gave a bunch of buyouts. So it dropped us down about 130 with officers within a year. And so our canine unit, of course, would have to kind of go away because it just it costs too much. Getting the dogs cost too much. And we just didn't have uh, the general fund for the city just wasn't prepared to, to pay that kind of money. So we after I retired, they started to get a few dogs. Uh, they had a dog on each shift and we normally ran four shifts when we did eight hours, but with 12s, they would at least have a, a dog every single day. So every shift would have a dog. So you got at least four dogs working all the time, uh, which was great for them because it was a lot of crime and there wasn't a lot of officers left. I mean, they're down to like 90 officers right now mm-hmm. from 320 when I came on to 90 around 90 Jeez. right now. Yeah. So uh, the canine unit, we have a new uh, a new mayor took over a couple years ago. His name is uh, Mayor uh, Sheldon Neely. Uh, I knew him really well. I had worked with him real close when he was a city councilman, because I was in charge of a task force on the south end, and me and uh, uh, Sheldon were pretty close with that. Uh, he brought in a really really good chief. His name is uh, Terrence Green. Me and him used to play a lot of hoop together. He came, He played hoop at Central. Uh, Central Michigan. And he was a lieutenant out of Genesee County. He was a chief at Mount Morris. Well, he took over the chief's job in Flint. He's always lived in Flint, loves Flint. Well, the first thing he wanted to do was he brought in a buddy of his from the county. His name is Jeff Ancliffe. So he's the deputy chief. And Jeff has really, really done a great job with the canine unit. Uh, We have 10 dogs right now, uh, five patrol Uh dogs, Uh uh, two, we have five patrol, three drug, and two bomb. So 10 yeah. dogs working all the time. Uh, it really, really helps because, you know, we, we need a lot of tracking dogs, a lot of drug dogs. So uh, it really, really helps having a, a lot of those resources available to everybody. But the city of Flint is, uh, we've always been kind of strapped, especially the past 10, 15 years, uh, especially since GM started slowly moving out. So they primarily try to get everything through grants. Well, normally grants start to run out. Well, the way Flint stays above board is through donations. Uh, we have a uh, the Mott Foundation, which is one of the biggest foundations in the nation. They provide millions all over Michigan, hundreds of millions, and they always help out the police department when they can. But when all that runs out, we have to keep the unit going. So uh, Jeff Ancliffe has started a uh, little thing where he's selling t-shirts selling cups i bought one of the coffee cups really cool just the flip police with the uh you know with our symbol on it which is the symbol inside here is what we had for our uh our symbol for the whatever you call on the lapels so uh we we started they started doing that, started making a little bit of money with that, trying to bring in some money for donations. And when I saw my sister actually works for the city of Flint, she does uh, their flat cameras and things like that for uh, security and uh, surveillance of different locations in the city of Flint. And she told me about it. And I was like, "Ah, oh, I'm going to buy one. And I bought it 20 bucks. Uh, I go straight towards the canine unit. And so once I got it, I was like, man, I'm gonna put it on Facebook and Instagram. And then I had a whole bunch of buddies that were like, oh man, I, I want this. And one of them was Scott. Scott wanted one, so I got Scott one. <laughs> All and, right. So yeah. it was it's slowly sort of taken off. And then I I talked to my sister. I asked her. I said, you need to set me up some something where I can send everybody to a little you know a little website so they can go to it and purchase it on their own. So uh, that's in the works right now. Uh but right now the deputy chief, uh Ancliffe, he said that he'll just take all any if anybody wants any, he'll take care of it from there because it's pretty much his little baby, you know, running it. So
2: now the Flint officers that have canines, they're obviously in their own squads that are take home cars and then the dogs go home with them.
1: That's correct. Yes.
2: So how long is yeah. a hitch for a guy or a gal that's a canine up there?
0: Uh it's a lifetime, bro. It's, it, it's, it's a life. It's a life. It's just not years.
2: <laughs> what you counted in yeah, so like You guys always said seven years. And I thought, is that that dog? Yeah, it's pretty close to that. Uh, we have a
1: in the city of Flint right now because the crime rate is just uh, out of control. This year, we're a little bit down than we were last year. But uh, it's it's so crazy right now. A lot of people are leaving. Uh, mm-hmm. They're leaving for U of M Flint. Uh, good pay there. They're yeah. leaving for uh, anywhere they can go because I mean, City of Flint, you're going to work every single day, and and uh, a lot of guys are leaving. Uh, they're trying to make it where it's a good place to stay. They raise the pay up. They raise mm-hmm. their pay sure. up to twenty nine fifty after I think ten years, which was my pay after twenty years as a sergeant. So right, right, you know they're right. finally starting right. to increase pay for everybody. Said, <laughs> right. no, we don't we don't believe in con- there's no contracts in Flint. I had in 21 years, we had three contracts. I went 10 years and eight years without a contract. So there's no such thing as uh, you're working under a contract. You're always working under nothing until the next contract. And that was the
2: back. (laughs) Definitely. Right, right. 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 Now, you know, canine is one of the things that, you know, when I did recruiting back when I worked back with uh, Chris and Scott, one of the first things everyone said, males, females, I want to be a canine. I want to be a canine. i yeah. fascinated by the canine work. They're like, everybody's like, what yeah. about SWAT? You know, SWAT was nothing compared to canine. And like everybody wanted a part of that. So you can see where it's an incentive for a lot of people to stay on the job, particularly like you also want the dog to work. I mean, yeah. a lot of the right. handlers are like, my dog's not getting any action. So I don't know how, where, how good he is on, you know, I, does Michigan require a certification for a canine? Like Illinois went to that. Right.
1: Yeah. They, they had a bunch of, but uh, yeah, their certifications, uh, I believe every Tuesday, of every month they they all get together uh the whole southeast michigan gets together with all their canines and does uh different training and things like that but uh yeah there it's 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 helping so in the city of flint every single shift you're going to have people running from cars you're going to have people you know it's there's probably at least you know a shooting a day uh, stabbing every other day. Last year we had 67 homicides and we had 250 non-fatal shootings. Yeah, Plus man. we had a hundred, over a hundred stabbings that were non-fatal. So I mean, mm-hmm. every day you're going to be somebody's going to be using the dog. Yeah. yeah. So what's it's, the population
3: there now? we the population
1: 77,000.
2: Oh wow.
3: Okay. Ninety. Wow, gosh, that's a lot, lot
1: for a town that size. People. And then 77,000. Then- when I came out, it was 180.
0: And then you have, so you have 99 cops and 10 dogs. That's 10% of your workforce has a, ha, ha, yep. has a canine. That's all, That's yeah. huge. That's
2: that, right
1: they, huge. Well, well, because then they always have a partner right there. I mean, you know how it is, Chris. I mean, yeah. it's really nice to have a partner right next to you. 100%. You know, you're going to do something. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, how are they able to get the funding to get those it, like obviously with the grant, was that all grants to get that program rolling again? Like A lot of, a lot of our
1: dogs are given to us. Uh, a few years ago, yeah. back in the, like about 2014, uh, we had an officer there and uh, there was a uh, Indian reservation. We have a bunch of them in Michigan and they were going to retire yeah. one of their dogs. And they called the city of Flint said, Hey, if you guys need a dog, we have one really good dog. And we took it that, you know, and got that. And then you just have to pay for, you know, the, the training and the upkeep of the dog. But a lot of Mm -hmm. them, uh, I, I mean, you guys know how much it's pretty expensive to get a dog. So a lot of them are through grants, but a lot of them are through donations.
0: But you're talking for, this is back when I had my first dog. So when I had Sebek, we had the training was four weeks, and the dog back then was about 15 grand. Yeah. So worth it. you put yeah. that perspective. Uh, no. I
2: say it's worth it. Oh, a hundred percent. Cause especially, yeah. especially, oh, yeah. especially
0: if you, if, if when you get a handler, you pick a handler. Cause my goal was always to make whatever they spent on the, on the dog. My goal was always to make that back in either uh, drugs, cash, um, you know, seizures or something in the first year Right. that, that was, I mean, yep. if you get a handle, it's like, Hey, I want to, I want to make my money back, you know, for, for the city. That's kind of like the, that's kind of like the way I work, but now it's, you know, you're talking probably 20 grand for, for everything. And that, that that's not even yep. including the, the upkeep and the maintenance of the cars and stuff too.
1: Yeah. So with forfeitures, I mean, we, we would always be around, I mean, my, just my vice squad, I was bringing in 150,000, just in oh. forfeitures, because we did nuisance abatements for uh, prostitution stings. We would take the, the Trix cars, uh, and they would have to pay 950 bucks to get their car back. Uh, <laughs> so Detroit started it. We took, we took it and ran with it. And so we were bringing in, when I was there, anywhere probably close to about 500000 between our narcotics crews and vice and through our gang squads. We had about four different gang squads. Uh, so they brought in a lot of money too, because they did a lot more traffic stops. We did a lot of, uh, you know, a lot more raids and, you know, I got all my money pretty much through my, uh, stings and, and things like that. But, uh, money comes in pretty quick with forfeitures, especially in such a depressed city like Flint. Yeah, uh, and that's sort of where it goes to, but a lot of our forfeiture money is just to pay for new DV cars and, you know, new undercover cars and. My hundred and fifty thousand mm-hmm. bought one of our chiefs uh, a dually. He, he thought the department should have had a dually truck. So, yeah, right. It's one hundred fifty yeah. grand from one year just to do that. Yeah,
0: so, I mean, and, and I mean, even if you're talking, you know, five hundred thousand. That that's no chump change. But I mean, you know, by the time you 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 divvy that money everywhere else, I mean, right. You know, it's it doesn't leave a ton for, you know, because you know anything extra. No, because and, and really, I mean, and, yeah. and you're scraping. And what are you going to do? You're, you're are you going to you know, get another dog or are you going to buy a new car? Well, you're most likely probably going to buy a new car with those because undercover needs it, your, you know, your, your patrol division needs it, you know, your dicks need it or whatever, you know, a dog comes like four or five and, you know, fourth or fifth on the list. Whereas if you have, you know, when people put a donation specifically for that, and I'm telling you right now when we used to get donations, when we first started getting donations, we had one of our, uh, one of our, um, one of our people on the brass had a hard time with it, um, and I'm not going to mention any names until because it was always well, you know. Then then they would expect favors and stuff like that, and that is yeah, no,
4: from the You know, yeah. yeah, it's a community. But you know, yeah. where the
0: only thing that we ever is like th- these people are so engrossed in in the dogs and the canine units, they love to see him. They just wanted to make sure. That that money would go nowhere else, so they would they would give a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars or whatever, and yeah. they would just want to say, where did that money go? Like we bought a right, and they, and know, they
1: can see it every day on yeah, the street. Yeah. When we the bought, a, yeah. we bought
0: a treadmill for for the dogs. We bought you know, so we bought, but that was the only big, the biggest problem that they had is that people would call and say, what did you do with the money? And is it helping the dog or is it helping the handler? You know, they, right. didn't, they you know, yeah. it, it was, it was, it, it's so crazy and, and people just, they want to see it. They, they want to see it out there because, you know, they, you know, they, they see the dogs and they know the dogs that are loyal and they don't complain and they will go work. Um, they show up, they come in when they're sick, they come in when their paw gets cut and, you know, they're out there and there's such a huge, um, social thing too, where people love the dogs right. and everything too, you know, and if you get the right dog, that could, could be social. And then, you know, if he's got to go after, you know, the bad guy, he could, he could apprehend a bad guy. And then all of a sudden yeah, it's flip over and it's flip over the switch, you know, but people, yeah. but people love it and, and people love it. And I just think, you know, money can't be better spent. And and honestly, that the money that you could, the, the, I think that's a little easier sometimes when you tell people that the money's going to strictly canine than if you would tell them, Hey, we're going to get new night vision for SWAT. They don't know what that is. Right. They'll never right. see that, you know, even yeah. though that, right. that, even though that it's needed, They'll never see that. But where they see. So, So
2: the key to this is telling people if you want night vision, tell them it's night vision for SWAT dogs.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, for the
1: dogs.
2: Yeah. We did bring dogs on our team and they were really great resources and assets. And as usual, SWAT guys were completely impatient with the dog doing its job and we'd miss a person on the search, even though the dog was like, yeah, I kind of indicated back there. But the thing about like Chris brought up earlier about the medical aspect of it, like dogs will work and they will get like they work. They yep. have drive. They want to do what they got to do. They want to please like. All of us around it, like, we're all like, yeah, good boy. Like like when he's doing what he needs to do when he's finding drugs or whatever. And the dogs love that. They know they're smart enough to figure that out. But, you know, Chris's dog, we joked about it. He had a titanium tooth. (laughs) Like it was like, he was like the Terminator. It was really cool. It was like, like, he got this really cool. (laughs) It was his grill. Like you could just,
3: you'd see the like. The moonlight shimmer off it, you know, at night. Like, and he was thinking, man, somebody's about to have a bad night. Chris wears it on a necklace around his neck now. They
0: had, they had, they had, had, had it removed.
2: But, you know, like I said, it's a thing that if you can make a consideration to making a donation to this, this would be great because obviously it's a town that's strapped. I mean, watch that show. I I say it all the time. I mean, I I was really impressed with the people of Flinttown because, like, when I thought about my own problems as a cop and what I was dealing with, whatever, I'd watch that and go (laughs) – I need to shut the fuck up and right. plain English because those folks are showing up every single day right. to deal with a situation that has just failed government across the board. And I'm not saying that the people in that government are failed. It's just how things can break down right. to the point where you can't even have you know clean running water and it can cost people their right. jobs and their lives right. and, and, and things like that. So right. you know full well that Flint coppers are probably paying out of their own pockets to take care of that dog to keep what they can to keep what's left of that city safe. Yeah, just to
4: keep it going,
2: for sure. Yeah. uh, So the idea of that is that, you know, we we felt we should bring him on so we could kind of talk a little bit about dogs because everybody likes hearing about dogs. And then, um, obviously, uh, this is a great cause for that. Um, Now, Bill, can you tell us a little bit about how people can get a hold of, uh, you know, the the source that will be managing use Is it just that deputy chief? Deputy chief, uh, Jeff Antcliffe, J
4: A N T. C-L-I-F-F at cityofflint.com. And,
2: and we'll get a picture up that people can see through the website right. of, yeah. the, uh, of the logo, the tire and the coffee cups. It's really cool stuff. I mean, um, it's just also like you can represent Flint around the country. I think we all as cops should maybe take those guys on that, that agency on to say, hey, look, you know, they're the tip of the spear in a situation that if we're all not careful, we could all end up begging for
4: well, and especially with the city of Flint, we started out as one of the top departments in the nation. We had, you know, one of the best uh, community policing, foot patrol in the nation. We used to have chiefs come uh, and try to learn. So we went from one of the better departments, and but we depended on GM. It was total auto industry. That's what every yeah. about was auto industry. Right. Well. Sooner or later, the auto industry, you know, GM finally realized, why would I pay a janitor $60,000 a year when I can move somewhere and pay them half of that? So they Mm -hmm. decided little by little, they started pulling out. And finally, in twenty.
2: So, yeah and it, you know it's a, it's a story of like when you look to that and you look to the upper Midwest where we were all cops yeah. it's just like unions made the way as where ordinary people could make a good living and have a good life and what you're seeing is that to start to disintegrate and we're not joking about the fact that Flint is no different than Detroit. In right. Detroit used to be a once great city and all of that area is impacted by it. Right. Chicago is going down the similar route. People right. people think it can't happen to something that size. Yeah. Like no city's too big to fail. I mean, it, it, you're seeing it. Nobody wants to be a cop in Chicago anymore. Right.
0: But here's the thing with Flint though, Sean. Flint's making Flint's making decisions to make the best it's of better. what they have. Right. You know, yeah, Chicago's I, not I, like mm-hmm. going, "Hey, we need 10 dogs because and, and 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 one of the things you hear is like uh, one dog is worth you know one dog is worth four officers and that that's not true that that, right. that came from the that came from a old yeah that just came from a old an old folklore where all it does is the dog search faster quicker so instead of sending four officers down a hallway you send one dog down the hallway and right. he could just it's not that he does the work of four he does one or two things faster than the then then four that's all right. but you don't see chicago making those strides to go hey you know what we're losing all these officers or whatever let's do this at least right. flint's trying something and yeah, i you they're
4: know doing, they're doing everything they can and it's uh you know i i love to see it because you know i'm i still have buddies that are there from even when i came on in 91 so it's really nice to see you know that uh flint is trying uh, our retirement, I mean, it was getting close to where we probably would have shut the doors of the police department uh, about a year ago. We're at 26 percent funded in our pension. Uh, when I retired, we were at 48 percent. Now we're, we got down to 26 percent. But the the mayor went uh, to the state and did probably everything he could, begged and and hope that they would help us out. And they gave us $270 million to uh, straighten out our pensions. So our wow. pension now is that's at 60%. That's great to nice.
2: hear. And
4: I'm set for that's 20 good. years, which is huge for, for us to to do. Right. To have that that we don't have to worry about our checks bouncing.
0: Wow, that's awesome.
4: I, I like I like the fact of just getting so resourceful of taking,
3: taking a secondhand dog from the yeah. Indian reservation. I love that right, one. That's right, great, right, man. Like, right. I got a whole kettle of dogs here and I'm like, all right, what are you looking for? I got something in a, a six year old over here. It's a little pricier. You know, this one's uh, this one had a ripped off dew claw, but uh you know he can still he's still pretty quick. I like, know
2: I played I, I inside I, I played like I heard those Dutch Shepherds are a little cerebral. <laughs> <laughs> can you help me? Like, no undercoat it's actually I mean? yeah it's actually
3: uh Chris's sheep but it, I just had the ears trimmed so that it looks like a shepherd like
0: no, no, he's just—he's <laughs> just a little stick- small. He's just <laughs> right. He, he's, he's just shot, a
3: little he small. It he's, it's just—it's just you shake
2: him, at, you, yeah. Shake yeah. him at, <laughs> you shake him, at, you shake him that pillow <laughs> sack and throw him <laughs> in a fight. He's good. <laughs> All right. So to kind of round it out around the horn, we'll go uh, with uh, what's your best canine story from your time of the job? We all have 20 plus years working. Chris, like you probably got a million of them. I know I got a really good one. I remember we were at training and we first started incorporating dogs into the work that we were doing in SWAT. And this was early on, like, you know, early 2000s, we were doing this. And the team, I went to this this canine training class that they do this guy from West Covina puts on it's skids training it's called it's like some of the best training I ever went on for like utilizing canines with SWAT operations and things like that and i was really impressed with it so i'm like hey i'm going to bring this back and show it to the team and they were like oh whatever i was new around the team so they're kind of like joking with me making fun of me and there was one guy on the team he was a leatherneck fellow leatherneck he's now a fed yeah. he's a fed and one of the handlers came, was from another agency that was working with us that day, because you can't bring one dog and work for 12 right. hours with that dog or, you know, you, you got to right. work it out and get everybody their chances because the dogs really stressed out. They think it's a real mission. So we're doing training and we finish up. And at the end of the day, he was laughing about this guy's little Mal- Malinois. Like, he's like, oh, look at that little dog, man. What's that little dog going to do take a dude down? Like, <laughs> and I just came from that training. I saw what Miles could do. And yeah. I was like, I don't know, dude, man. You know what? You're picking on the little guy. Don't. You never know. You know, the size, you know, that Eisenhower quote about the size of the fight and the dog, not the size of the dog in the fight. And he's like, oh, whatever. And the guy's like, the handler's a bigger dude. And he's like, you want to suit up? And he looks at him like, what? He goes, he Here we go. Son? And, like, and at yeah, that point, do it. the handler's like, you're you're... Calling out my damn dog, right. and you know it's like calling out his kid, right. and uh, he's like, "All right." And now, our guy couldn't back down from that because you There's know now you're in all the SWAT guys. You're like, uh uh-uh. So but, we're yeah. all formed up this circle on all the handles, all the guys on the SWAT team. We're all always razzing on each other, whatever. So the guy's like, oh we're gonna do a, a, an active bite on you, so you're gonna get the whole suit on." And he's like, "Oh, uh, uh, all right, man, whatever." So we're training and there's a big open field and you know, he gets the suit on the dogs already. Like, here we go. And he took that Hannibal Lecter mask off the dog. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> a it's a muzzle. Gonna be real. So this guy's like, eyes are getting wide and literally he's like, all right, we're going to do the bite. He goes, yeah, that dog, ain't going to do shit to me, whatever that little tiny dog going to do me And this. Is, he's a bigger dude. I'll give it to him. I, I really love the guy, but he's a bigger, bigger dude. And, that dog, about, I don't know, it had to be 20 feet, pulled like a Michael Jordan from the foul line, <laughs> just left and launched, and he caught him by the arm, the officer by the arm, and spun him, his air, he starfished through <laughs> the air, and we were like, oh my god, we're seeing the dog, dragging his ass all over the place, and, and that, that handler just. Sauntered on up. He's like, okay, you, off, you off, the dog pulled him off. We like never let that guy live that down. I was like, that is the coolest thing, and I'll never talk shit to a canon guy, yeah. again. especially about his. Dad. <laughs> that was
0: fun. oh god. I don't know. I think I got I got so many, but I I mean the first one I'll start with two. I'll give you two. So the first one is actually a funny one. So we have a uh, a break in, and um, I get there, glasses broken, and I send the dog in. Well, the dog. <laughs> sits by a door that leads to the back so i go up and i and i pull the door and the door is locked so you see me walk out of camera and then all of a sudden you like i'm gone for three seconds basically somebody's telling me hey dummy the door pushes open and then you see me go back (laughs) and i push the door open and the dog (laughs) continues to search so anyway there you go but i think I i think one of my favorites was we were doing a building search it was uh a guy beat up his girlfriend pretty bad and he ran into a house and um cut the dog, you know, cut the dog loose to do the um to do the to do the house search. And down the hall, there there was like three bedrooms on one side and two bedrooms on the other, <clears throat> and a closet on the on the end. Well, all of a sudden we're we're quiet, we're down the hall, and he goes by like three doors, and all of a sudden he stops. And he turns around and he 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 looked at me like, I know exactly where this guy is and you better open that door. Like yeah. it was just one of those things like he looked you right yeah. in the eye that's and, and, and yeah, he that's literally right and dogs and, and dogs don't like to walk backwards. He literally walked backwards two doors and made this big inhale on the door and sat down. And he looked right at me and he goes, for the love of God, come open this door <laughs>
4: So I come walking up and he's
0: wagging his tail, and I open the door because the guy the guy wasn't responding. I open the door, he goes in, just goes crazy in the room, and he goes to the closet and sits in front of the closet and he's looking at me like we're gonna do this all day. Another door, so I'm like, okay. So I call the guy out, and now (laughs) the dog's not barking, and the dog's looking at me like open the door. I'm calling out, the dog's looking at me, so finally. I, I call the dog back, and when I – I open I, – I sit the dog down. I open the door, and a guy ha- – like he sticks his hand out waving like a Pikachu, like for the dog <laughs> to play with. <laughs> I'm like yeah. – So, but that was actually one of, my fa- one of my favorite ones. It was actually one of my favorite ones. Yeah. One. The, 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 we, I had
3: a good one with your first dog when the – uh that was that was back in my my cool uh, DEA days, but the the case that you helped me with with the guy with the pickup oh, yeah. truck that had like oh yeah it was yeah, like yeah. Eight, it was like eighteen it was like
2: I don't know it was several pounds of, of meth pounds, it was yeah. the it highest was like, it was the highest meth yeah. because meth was not big there at that time yeah. it was the highest if I remember it was the highest at the time uh, weight yeah. wise in that county yeah uh, to that point. yeah it was
3: basically. a pretty yeah. big hit and yeah. so um, I remember. Because the these guys they had it in a pickup truck, and you know we all thought like, oh, it's you know, yeah, you always trap. told like it's, with yeah, drug work, yeah, like yeah. it's in a it's in a trap, yeah, it's concealed right, somewhere. Right. I'm going to have to take the gas tank out. Right, it's in right, the spare yeah, right, tire, right. you know. And 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 this, this beater pickup truck, but it had like a mountain of uh, roofing mm-hmm. shingles, and I think it was roofing shingles. Yep, right. was right. Roofing yeah, shingles yeah. in the back. Yeah. So yeah. so we like, Chris actually winds up stopping the car, and. The dog, he's like, yeah, there's, there's a positive on it. And we wind up bringing the the truck back and I'm thinking, okay, here, now we're going to be here for like six hours unloading all this shit out of this truck. And I'm going to be pulling glove boxes open and trying to find all this weird stuff. And in like, I don't know, like two minutes. He's like, it's right there under all the shingles in the, <laughs> Thanks in the to back. The dog, like, yeah, the,
2: the dog had no preconceived like, notions about I'm, what I'm, I was going
3: to do. I'm like seriously, and I mean, the, granted, there was a there was a yeah. mountain of shit. It was like shingles and construction stuff in the back, obviously there to conceal it. But I mean, it was like boom, like it's right there. Okay, yeah, yeah. and then, so we just started, <laughs> no more digging around, looking looking underneath, yeah. you know, like doing all this stuff. And it's just pipe, you know, peel everything back, and we're dumping it out on the floor. And oh, there, there it is, is. Yeah. you know. And I was like, man. And then, of course, we did the the standard, like, pile up right. all the dough <laughs> and put the dog next to it. Yeah. And, like, we're and you know, everybody's got to take a picture. And I just remember it's funny because, like, a couple pe- different people were taking pictures of it. And it was almost like Sebek was, like, turning to – like, yeah, when you're yeah. taking we, pictures we, of with your family, like, like well, wait, huh.
4: wait hold on. No, we're using
3: my camera now. Yeah, right, like, yeah, he's right. looking over here. Like, I'm like, right. damn, he's right. one photogenic dog, man. I still
0: got some you good pictures of that saying? one. it just – That's <laughs> <trout laughs> for sure. Do you also remember that one? That remember – that we we found we, we had a, a Jesus statue, a Mary, a Joseph. Remember? Yeah. Oh and yeah, The dog yeah, yeah. hit on those because they were handling them. They were trying to like you know cover you know yeah. cover their stuff right. like they're the religious people, and we all got to break these statues, right? And we're yeah, all and we nobody could, wants to do yeah, it. We're, we're, like, we're not doing yeah, that. So yeah. so yeah, so right. We did Mary, Joseph, right. and we got a picture of a with <laughs> a picture of Jesus, <laughs> and all the dope. Like nobody's gonna crack this thing. So I don't right, remember what right. it are breaking, right? It. Chris did the sign of the cross before everyone that he broke open though just right, right, to right. just, just right. to cover himself
3: just in case. Forgive you know, them, like- Father, they know not what <laughs> right. they do. Right, <laughs> right. As he's snapping the heads off of the statues. So with yeah.
4: mine, it would be now. I don't have any, you know. My, I like to think it's uh, we, in Flint. We used to just talk like we were on street corner, so it's it's always busting each other's balls. <laughs> so this one right. really was all. This was our favorite. This uh, sergeant of ours that had a, a memoir. And very good drug dog for a long time, but sometimes dogs need to retire. And she was now, my, my buddy was not ready to retire his dog. So we were sitting on some dude. He was dropping off. He used uh, cabs to drop off. He was dropping off a few ounces here and there. And he got stopped getting walking up to a crib and he, he had two ounces on him of crack. So they called us and said, hey, go sit on his house. So we went over there. We're sitting watching his house, about three of us three different cars. And so just waiting. And well, while this car pulls in his driveway and big old fat dude walks into the backyard, he had to be like 400 pounds, huge, huge dude walks in the backyard by, by a detached garage. And he's kind of messing around back there. And it was late at night. It was probably about midnight or something. Like that. So couldn't really see, but could see him walking because he was such a huge dude. And uh, so he walks back there, then gets into the car and the passenger seat and they take off. So we're like, all right, cool. So we get behind him uh you know we always had a little blue light we just put the blue light on him and uh he pulled over luckily so he pulls over my buddy <laughs> with the uh with his canine his drug dog they uh uh he starts running him around the car and of course he hits well the big fat dude is he's holding a dunkin donuts box pretty good sized box and it's sitting in his lap so i open the door i said dude is that yours and he's like no man it's not mine I said, "It's in your lap, man. Of course, it's yours." He goes, "No, dude, this ain't mine. I don't know whose it is." I'm like, "Whatever." So I told him to get out. I left the box on the on the uh, passenger seat. Got the driver out. So my buddy—I don't want to say his name—but my buddy start, He's a sergeant. and He starts running, uh, running the dog. And I won't even say the dog's name. Running the dog around, and of course, he alerts. So you know, gets in, gets in through the driver's side, and he's alerting. So my buddy, and like I said, this dog was ready to retire, but he kept pointing, saying, here, here, telling the dog to sniff the Dunkin' Donuts box. So he kept sm- smelling the ashtray, which I'm sure had some, you know, some weed, in, know, or some something. weed in it and shit like that. Yeah, yeah So right. Right. Then he would go, no, here, here, and he would look at it. And then go right back to the, to the ass trip. And we're laughing our asses off because we know something's in there. We had no idea what was in there, but we knew something was in there. So he kept saying, here, here. So the dog looked at it once. He goes, that's an alert. He said, take a picture. And I'm like, that was, that was no fucking alert. The dog barely take a fucking picture. looked at it. So I'm like, all right. So he pulls the dog out, open the box, and it's a fucking kilo of Coke. And I'm oh. like, you got to be fucking kidding me! That dog would rather find a fucking a roach in the ashtray than a deal, fucking kilo. Deal, and he's like, yeah. and he took a picture, put it in his little, you know, he had a big uh, portfolio. Oh my god, it was the funniest damn thing. And if he hears this, I'm sure he'll, he'll call me and yell at me. But it yeah, was, we, nice. we made fun of him for years about that. That was the funniest damn thing I've ever seen.
3: That's awesome. But, well, I one of the other things that we used to do too that was always funny was uh, what 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 we would do with with the with money that we we wanted to like we'd recover money from drug dealers, and we would take the money and put it in bags, and then Christy you got to give like the official way Blind that we sniff. did it, but you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about like put, yeah, like putting it in. So we'd put it in like the paper evidence bags, and then we would he'd either spread them out or you know put them around like. Wherever. It's basically like a shell game for a dog. Right. Yeah. We used do it all the time with that. And then yeah. And so, so Chris's dog. It was just, I don't know why I found it so funny every time, but it's like obviously we all know which bag the money's in. And you'd see him, he'd just kind of like he'd go by the you know, the bags and he'd give it a glance, and maybe just you'd see him take a quick Breath in, and then like as soon as he hit the one that had the money,
4: <laughs> he would just go fucking crazy and like start shredding the
3: bag, you know. Right. And, and and he you'd be like, "All right, yeah, I think that's is that good, Chris? Is yeah, 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 that an indication? Is that, it's
2: that? It's and, then, and, then, and, then, and
3: then he would always <laughs> and he's literally like spitting pieces of paper out of his mouth. You're like, "Hold on, stop him, so he doesn't eat the money. money." Like, we just want, yeah, just like we need the money. I'm not worried about the bag, but we. And then he would, we'd always submit the bag right you submit the bags that that you right. put it in or yep. something right wasn't that part of it and so i always just again would laugh my ass off like we're putting we're doing all the evidence on this case and it's like here's this bag this bag this bag and then this bag that looks like shredded that, that, that looks like i just took it yeah like i ran it literally like through the shredder and just scooped up the paper after and they're still like and it, and it's you all
2: know, wet. Man. Like oddly enough, crispy stuff. and uh, you know, rich uncle Chris. He the dog was actually indicating on the money, right, right. for Chris, right? for the <laughs> wallet. Find well, I appreciate you coming out again, Thank Bill. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate Hopefully it. Hopefully we can help you with this and we'll uh, have this uh, far yep. and wide on the show. We'll, we'll blow this up on social media as well as through our page. And anybody that's a listener and been on before, if you're listening to us, please consider a little bit of money. You I want a coffee mug. I'm They're getting a coffee cool. mug. Really so cool. Put me
3: down for a coffee mug.
2: I want to get the shirt. Shirt's cool. But, you know, represent for Flint uh, worldwide. Those guys, again, like I said, we can't say enough good thing about those folks up there. Men, women that are doing a job that is thankless. And just to let you know, we're uh, we
4: are not number one in the nation anymore for poverty. We're actually number two, and then Detroit's three. So we're oh, we're doing we're go. doing better. Forty percent right. poverty. So right, we're we're go. trying we're trying to get
2: down to twenty percent. You're getting there. there. So you get getting there. Moving yeah. on up. Hopefully we getting can help there. out with yeah. that as well. So yeah. moving on up. Chris, take us on, buddy.
0: Yep. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please uh, let everybody know about our podcast. It, it helps us spread the word to make the world a better place. Go to where you're. Get your podcast. Uh, subscribe. Leave a rating and review. That would be awesome. Also, we're going to be putting all this information on our website, 3Copstalk.com, the number 3Copstalk.com. And if you have a question or a suggestion for a show, uh, please email us at 3Copstalk at gmail.com, the number 3Copstalk.com at gmail.com. And please, if you have the opportunity to send a couple of bucks over to, to help out the nine unit, that'd be great. Thanks, everybody. Stay safe. See yep. ya. See ya. Later.